Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Dad's Beards Nerds News for October 8th, 2019. The semi-daily news that even plants crave and Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Tommy, and I'll be your host for today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First story, and arguably the biggest story in a while, PlayStation 5 gets a holiday 2020 release window, and Sony unveils more hardware details by Joe Scrabbles of IGN. Sony has announced that PlayStation 5 will be released during the holiday 2020. Revealed in a PlayStation blog post, the console is officially called PlayStation 5. The blog also reveals the console's traditional controller will be changed to feature two key new innovations. Haptic feedback, replacing the traditional rumble, and adaptive triggers. It will also feature USB-C charging, a higher capacity battery, and a little bit heavier than its predecessor. Wired got more detail from system architect Mark Henry. Haptic feedback will come through highly programmable voice coil actuators located in the left and right grips of the controller, which offer more tactile responses than the DualShock 4's rumble motors currently can. Along with improved speaker, Wired reports that a modified version of Astrobot Rescue Mission offers realistic feelings that surfaces when the player character runs across with soggy mud and bouncy wooden bridges being communicated through the feeling of the controller. Wired also played a version of GT Sport that uses haptic feedback, a major change from the PS4 version of the game, which removed Rumble altogether because it was too tiring. Adaptive triggers can be programmed by developers to offer different levels of resistance with higher tension for the likes of pulling a bowstring and a machine gun trigger. It was just a matter of time before Sony announced the PS5, and I'm surprised they did it through a blog post. I assumed it would have been at a PSX, but that's not looking likely to happen this year at all. The controller has some amazing changes to it from the sounds, though. I've played the Xbox One controller since launch with the haptic feedback, and I can say for games like Forza, it's a game changer. So I'm really excited to see what Sony does with that and the new triggers. Our next story, a slight bummer. Doom Eternal Delayed to 2020 by Matt Perslow of IGN. Doom Eternal has been delayed from its November release date and will now launch March 20th, 2020. Bethesda has announced that it and id Software have decided to delay the game in order to live up to our standards of speed and polish. The studio acknowledges that this may be disappointing to fans but believe that Doom Eternal will be worth the extra wait. In addition to an altered release date, Bethesda and id Software have announced three other changes. Invasion mode, in which the player takes on the role of a playable demon and invades another player's game, will be released for a free update shortly after the new March 20th release date. Doom Eternal will also launch on Nintendo Switch, but not the same day as PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Bethesda promises the date will be announced in the future, Additionally, Doom 64 will be provided as a pre-order bonus for Doom on all platforms. Doom 64 will be available to buy separately and will be released on all platforms March 20th, 2020. Delays are always a bummer, and Doom is moving to a very stacked time of the year, 
launching the exact same day as Animal Crossing, not far from Final Fantasy VII, but the game will probably be more polished and better from it. I'll I'll take that extra time for more additions and for smoother gameplay. That new invasion mode sounds like just the ultimate way to troll somebody, and Doom 64 is a pre-order bonus. I'm down with that. Our next story for today. A man steals $40,000 worth of games from Valve by Joseph Knopp of IGN. Charges have been filed against a man in Bellevue, Washington for allegedly breaking into Valve's company headquarters in Lincoln Square and stealing more than $40,000 worth of video games and equipment, according to a report by Kiro7, first spotted by GameIndustry.biz. Charges for the burglary were filed last month against 32-year-old Sean Shapitz. At the time, Shapitz had six warrants for his arrest. Kiro7 says the local police gave them video footage of Shapitz selling stolen goods at GameStop in Crossroads, Washington. Shapitz is required to show up for court for charges on Wednesday, but if he fails to show up, he'll have another warrant for his arrest. This blows my mind. I don't know how he got in and out before police came, especially with $40,000 worth of stuff. Like, you would think that the security system and them being a huge business, they would be on that super fast. But either they were slow or he was really quick. I don't know. Hopefully Valve is able to get most of, if not all of their stolen items back. But really, I guess this guy really just wanted Half-Life 3. I don't know. And our final story for today. Apex Legends confirms Fight or Fright Halloween event with new zombie mode by Alyssa Judge of IGN. Respawn has announced its plans for Apex Legends Halloween Festival Fight or Fright, which includes a new solo zombie game mode set in Kings Canyon, skins, a lifeline heirloom, the new zombie mode is called Shadowfall, and takes place in Apex Legends original map Kings Canyon, was which was replaced in Season 3 by World's Edge, but is now back for Halloween with a nighttime twist. According to a post on EA.com, Shadowfall takes place in the in the dark and is a warped version of the Apex games hosted by a mysterious figure. 34 players drop solo into King's Canyon, but if you die, it's not the end. Instead, your legend respawns as a member of the undead Shadow Squad. The Shadow Squad can't fire guns or use their legend abilities, but can move faster, jump higher, scale walls, and unleash brutal melee attacks. The game ends when the remaining living legends make it to an evac ship or the Shadow Squad wipe them out. Also up for grabs in the Fight or Fright event are two new legendary skins plus 24 limited time premium cosmetics. The EA blog contains a gift that reveals three of these skins, Frankenstein's monster, a skeleton, and a clown. Unlike Season 2's Iron Crown event, you will be able to buy any of the fright, the Fight or Fright limited time items from the start. Legendaries will cost 1,800 Apex coins via direct purchase, while Epics will set you back 1,000 Apex coins. A cheaper but randomized option is, is the Event Apex patch Pack, which costs 700 coins. <clears throat> Look, I love Halloween events. I'm glad they're bringing back the solo mode as well. I know most people like that mode, and it was kind of a highly requested feature to return. But ultimately, the Shadow Squad thing is what sounds the coolest. 
I'm definitely going to re-download Apex and try it out just for that. Because it almost sounds like the zombie mode in Blackout that Treyarch added a couple months back. But the biggest thing here is it sounds like they really learned from the Iron Crown event and are trying to not repeat the same mistakes. And that's it for the news today. Thanks for listening, and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, Check out our Twitter bio to be a part of our ever-growing Discord community or on twitch.tv slash dadsbeardsnerds.